Hello and welcome to the Money Queen podcast. I am Alex Nicolaitis, the Money Queen. I am here to break the stigma that we don't talk about money here. I will deliver the loving bitch slaps that you need in your business to elevate you as a leader and support you through to that next level of welcoming in the wealthiest version of yourself. Backed by 14 years in the accounting and bookkeeping industry, I utilize the support of the masculine systems, structure, and ATO compliance combined with the feminine energetics of mentoring and allowing ourselves to be open to receiving and holding space for queens like yourself who are committed to forming a healthy relationship with money. So hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and I cannot wait to have you by my side as we raise the feminine collective and create true generational wealth and change. Welcome to the final episode of the 2023 of the Money Queen podcast. This podcast has now been running for the last six months. I cannot believe it. I'm sure you are the same, right? So many podcasts uh, only last a couple of episodes. So I am honoring myself right now and celebrating myself for staying committed to this podcast and to sharing my knowledge and education with you all. So this episode is going to be a really short show short sharp episode to give you some reflection points to close out your 2023 and to welcome in 2024 um, perhaps in a different way than you have before so i think there's about 11 points that i want to uh, bring to your awareness in this process so the first question is what what on earth did you do in 2023 what did you love what did you hate what did you want to more what do you want to do more of? What do you want to do less of? And then future project that. 2024, what? What do you want to do more of? What do you want to do less of? What do you want to create in your business? What do you want to create in your life? What does that look like? Second question is why? In 2023, why did you do the things that you did? Looking at the things, looking at the what answers. What is your why in business? What is your why in life for 2023? And forward looking at that, what is your why for 2024? Do you have a word for 2024 that really resonates with you that when it, whenever you're faced with a challenge, you can be like that word. That word for me this year was expansion. So every time I was faced with a challenge, I was like, "Is this? does this feel expansive or does this feel contractive? And if the answer was contractive, I was like, this is not for me. I get to say no to this opportunity. I'm not excited by this, so it's a no. And that way it creates space for more expansive opportunities to actually land in my world because there's space for it to be there instead of it already being full that just are meh or okay but not, oh my God, I love this. The how. How did you operate business in 2023? How did you operate your life in 2023? If you're a parent, how did you parent in 2023? And let's elaborate that for 2024. How do you want to operate your business? How do you want to operate in your love relationship? How do you want to parent? Right? What is the how behind that? What systems, what processes do you have in place now that worked for you? And what systems and, and processes do you know that you need or that you don't even know that you need? Hello, AI, right? Are you shying away from that thinking that it's, you know, 
going somewhere or it's not good for business or whatever insert whatever story you have that's associated to ai i don't know enough how to where do i go to find out about ai if you're questioning that let me know i'm part of a mastermind and you can be included in that i think the doors open every like a couple of times a year. So that's how I am embracing AI intelligence into my business by being in those spaces. Am I implementing everything? No. Do I need to implement everything? No. But do I like that I'm increasing my awareness? Absolutely. Because something in there I will see and I'll be like, oh my God, that's a game changer. And I get to implement that straight away. I get to be at the forefront of this. So how do you want to operate your business in 2024? And a really um, interesting question on this is that I um, said to one of my clients the other day, if you were to burn down your business as it stands today and you had to literally rebuild it in 2024 from scratch, what would it look like? How would it be ran differently? How would it look? Like what clients would you say yes to? What clients would you say no to? What would that look like? In 2023, what were the excuses that were prominent in your world? Oh, I don't have time for that. Oh, I don't have money for that. No, I can't afford that. Oh, that's not important enough to me. Whatever the excuses were, which when you were faced with a challenge, you allowed that excuse to win and therefore perhaps didn't get the outcome that you desired in terms of the impact that you made with your business or the revenue that you made with your business or the net profit that you made with your business. What were those common excuses? And 2024 version of you, what can you do or what is a phrase or an affirmation that you can use to combat those excuses when they come up in 2024? Because I guarantee you, if you do not uh, utilize the time and energy to actually seeing what they are, identifying what they are and knowing, uh, uh, sorry, trusting yourself to find a response to that, they will come up again in 2024 and they will continue to run your narrative until you find something to rebuttal against that, to respond to that, to remind you of where you are committed to in your life and in your business. The wellness of your life for 2023. Is that a positive experience? Is that a negative experience? I heard a quote the other day, and it's not a surprising one, but it's like, without health, your life is actually nothing. Actually nothing. If you do not take, make time for health, you will eventually need to make time for sickness. So whatever age you are listening to this, are you making time for wellness in your life? Because if you are not, you will be forced to make time for sickness in the future. So in 2024, what is your commitment to your overall wellness? And I'm not saying that you need to commit to a gym routine and go for an hour every single day because you're a new parent and that's just not realistic. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. I'm saying wellness in terms of mental health and physical health. And, you know, do you even just fucking like your life right now? Are you in love with your life? Are you in love with your business? Have a listen to that episode a couple episodes back, right? If the answer is no, because everything touches everything, as I say, probably every episode. But wellness can be in all different shapes and sizes. If it's just taking five minutes to yourself at some stage during the day because you have a newborn, if that is all the wellness that you can manage in your life right now, amazing, Queen. Amazing. You're doing a great freaking job. If your reality looks different to that and you don't have those um, situations in your life, 
and you can afford the time to invest an hour every day into your gym routine, why not do that? Or if you're like, that seems a bit too scary for me, I just can, uh, but going for a walk, that seems more manageable. Great, do that. What are you committing to in your overall wellness? Something that a lot of people bring into their new year, new me, new year's resolution bullshit is meditating, right? So if meditating is something that you have wanted to do for years or you have started it and you've stopped it, how can you bring that back into your world if you choose on a more manageable scale to be like, I just want to do two minutes a day and see how consistent I can be with that two-minute increment? And over time, increase it to three minutes, to four minutes, to five minutes, whatever that looks like. I have an invitation, Queen. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? If this episode is providing you with the aha moments and the loving bitch slaps that you needed to hear today, then listen up. My Money Queen coaching package is perfect to stop being so afraid of money and your numbers in business. This package includes a sacred money archetype reading, which is pretty much like human design, but for your money world, and two additional 90-minute sessions customized for your own personal money journey to reset your relationship with money, to bring more wealth and abundance into your world for 2024. Remember that courageous moves will create the life of your dreams. And it's time to take action. Head to alexunscripted.com to book in a call with me today. What are the blocks? that you had in 2023. It may be mindset blocks. It may be physical blocks. It may be having difficult conversations with your business partners or with your loved ones. What were the blocks that came into your world last year and you did not know how to handle them, so you avoided them? Or if you saw them and went face onto them and you failed in inverted commas, how did you pick yourself up from that? What lessons did you learn? Are you implementing the lessons that you did learn? in 2023. With those lessons, how can they be implemented in 2024? What potential blocks do you see in the next year, if any? Right? What is the best case scenario, looking at 2024, what is the best case scenario of your business and your life? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Who are you? as the CEO of your business? Who are you as a managing director of your business? Who are you as the employer and leader in your business? What is the best case scenario in that? What is the revenue of your company? What is a net profit? How much are you drawing out as a wage? These are the types of questions that you get to ask yourself. Get really specific and understand. And you know what? I just remembered, I cannot believe that I forgot this. I write a letter to myself every year, every calendar year at the start of what I think my life will look like in the next 12 months. And I just got really freaking excited because, and emotional, <laughs> this is interesting. Um, yeah, I, I get to open that in a couple of weeks time and I get to see what is on the letter that I thought or where I imagined my life to be at 1st of January, 2024. And I think why I'm getting emotional about this is because for the last, I don't know, I think five or six years, I think I've been doing it for a little bit longer than that. Um, I've put in there that I wanted to be in a love relationship. And this is the first year that I will actually be in one. So mm, we love that. Mm. 
Anywho, we digress. <laughs> On the back of the best case, right, what is the worst case scenario for 2024? If nothing goes to plan, if your business goes into liquidation, if you have a, a relationship breakdown, if you need to move countries or states, what is the worst case that you can think of right now? And write it down so that if any of it does eventuate, you're like, oh, I already thought about this. And like, what's my next step? If that does happen, what's my next step? How would I move through that? Who would I ask for support? What would my environment look like for me to be able to lean on to move through that? Who would I go to if my business were to break down? Who is my trusted advisors, right? If my revenue were to decrease, who is the coach that I would lean on to move me out of that? What is the support network around me like? or needs to be like, can look like um, for that worst case scenario to support me through that. What is the, and we'll slightly touched on this, what is the environment? What was the environment of 2023? Who are the people that you surrounded yourself with in 2023? Did they drain your cup or did they fill it? Were you lively when you left them thinking, oh my God, I can't believe that we had that conversation. And, and what about this question? What about that question? I wish I'd you know, answered it differently. Or what about the answer that they gave? That was so impactful and so empowering. How can I implement that into my world? Like, even just the tone of my voice, thinking about the conversations that I have had with my close friends, that is how I leave their space and their energy and their presence. I'm excited about life. I'm excited about the things that we've spoken about. I'm excited about how I can implement them in my life and my business. If they, uh, if that response is not happening in your world, you get to create that by creating new connections. If you uh, are new to networking, I also have a networking episode that um, how to get the most out of your next networking event. Listen to that and start to challenge yourself. Go to networking events in 2023. Perhaps that's one of your blocks to meeting new clients or meeting new friends and creating a new environment. You get to move through that. So 2024, what is that environment? What does that look like for you to be the best version of yourself, to be the most authentic version of yourself, which in turn is the wealthiest version of yourself? What does that get to look like? And what are the actions that you get to take now to create that as your reality? I hope you stayed along with that because that was pretty fast. And, but bam, bam, bam. <laughs> So uh, along that environment line, so where are the seeds that you get to plant today that will actually then flourish and um, expand and, and so, yeah, I think flourish is the word, <laughs> in 2024? So for myself in particular, speaking engagements is one thing that I want to focus on for 2024. So I have implemented a few strategies and have put my feelers out to a few different networks to start to put myself out there for speaking engagements so that that can flourish in 2024 because I know it's not going to be an overnight thing. The seeds that I'm planting already now may not come to fruition until 2025. That's okay because I'm playing with the long-term game. I'm not playing for a short-term win. I'm playing the long-term here. And I have seen and experienced the value of planting seeds and having them flourish years later. So what game are you playing? Are you playing for the short-term win? Are you looking for those quick fixes? Are you wanting to get rich fast? Or are you fully committed to this business and to the life that you are creating?
And the last one, which is so underrated and underused by a lot of females in business, is celebration milestones. What are the achievements? What are the roadblocks? What are the excuses? What are the evolutions that you have moved through, became aware of, changed and challenged in 2023 that you get to now celebrate? Look at everything that has that you've moved through, the person that you were and on the 1st of January 2023 compared to the person you are when you were listening to this. How much has she changed? How much are you grateful for in her evolution, in her change? And you get to celebrate that. I want you to pause this now or we're getting to the end of this. Once you finish, listen to this. Have a moment to go, fuck yes, this is the life that I created over the last 12 months and I get to celebrate where I am now because of the courageous moves that I made. And for the 2024 when I hit these X, Y, and Z milestones that you've already established from listening and implementing this podcast, what is something that I can do to celebrate these milestones in my life and in my business? One of my friends, uh, she has a system in her in her business with her like rating her clients, and whenever she wins a, a Dom client, Dom Perignon, she literally buys a bottle of Dom Perignon because, and then she's got a, um, uh, I think maybe a Verve uh, clients. It's the wrong champagne. She's going to kill me when she listens to this. I can't remember. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let's just say it's a Verve bottle of Verve. Um, so whenever she gets a Verve client, uh, she goes out and buys a bottle of Verve, uh, and then there's a, there's a third. Oh, Passion Pop is the last one. So when she gets a Passion Pop client, well, no, she does not get a Passion Pop client because she realizes that it's a Passion Pop client. Who wants Passion Pop when your the comparison is Dom Perignon and Verve? Not me, and not her either, because that is a standard that she creates in her reality and in her business. So, what are the little milestones that you can put into your 2024 plan? What are the um, celebratory things, items, experiences, even just like 10 minutes by yourself meditating? That can be a celebration. It doesn't need to have a monetary value associated to it. Whatever brings you joy, do that. Associate that with a milestone. And when you hit that, then you can do that celebration. And with this, a really big piece um, is a lot of people only celebrate the huge milestones, the, you know, creating $100,000 in their business, creating half a million dollars in their business, creating a million dollars in their business and forget all of the mile, mighty, oh my gosh, forget all of the tiny milestones that it took to actually get there. And that's what I want you to focus on this year. What are the micro moments that I can celebrate in the moment? to actually keep that momentum happening during the 2023 year to actually um, take leaps and bounds as opposed to waiting for this next huge milestone, which is so far away, to then celebrate. What can I actually stop and celebrate today for my future self? That wraps up the last episode of 2023. Uh, as I said in this episode and realized, I actually cannot realize how I forgot, um, this process is actually a part of 
creating a letter to my future self as I do every year. Um, now seeing the headings that are in front of me as prompters, that's pretty much what I write in my letter. So um, what I do is write the letter for the 2024 and then I open up the letter for 2023 or the previous year and reflect and go, what did I imagine my life to look like? What does it look like now? What, um, what have I met? my expectations on what have I missed the mark on and why have I missed that has something new come into my world that I wasn't expecting when I wrote this is it for the better of my life or is it for the detriment of my life and if it's to the detriment I get to course correct because I'm picking it up um, and I get to now shift or I get to create different standards so that I actually can shift in being a drainer in my life to a cup filler in my life I've got the awareness now that it's actually draining me and I want it to be a part of my next 12 months of my life. So how do I get to form a different relationship with it um, or take it out of my life completely, whatever that looks like, so that you're actually enjoying your business, so that you're actually enjoying your life. And because this is what we get to create. We get to create our own reality via our micro choices, which then create our macro choices, which then creates our life. Sending you all of the seasonal greetings and blessings. Hope you have a beautiful Christmas and New Year's with your loved ones and or without your loved ones, whatever that looks like for you. I trust that it will be perfect and you will make those uh, choices from your highest good in all situations, in all places. Thank you. Thank you for listening for these last six months. And we will be back in a couple of months to bring you more of the Money Queen goodness, more of stepping into the wealthiest version of yourself, more education around money and finances and being creating the best business for your life. Signing off for 2023. <laughs> Thank you, Queen, for saying yes to your yes in listening to this episode and being a part of raising the feminine collective one conversation at a time. Remember to share this episode with your business besties and join me in breaking the tabooness around having money conversations. As always, if you have enjoyed this episode, please rate, subscribe, and share this on your social media, remembering to tag me in it to help this conversation go further, which creates a bigger ripple effect.